Steve Mitchum, what's the difference between prediabetes and metabolic syndrome? Now, there are folks like Robert Lustig, for example, who's an endocrinologist, and he creates some distinctions. But on a practical matter, consider them the same. They're both in the inability for our bodies to manage glucose, to metabolize glucose effectively. Another way you can look at distinction, again, is an artificial distinction. It's where people have several things, high blood pressure, they're overweight, their abdominal girth is large. Again, those were all physical signs and symptoms that we were seeing in people who had prediabetes. So you'll hear me use the term insulin resistance. At the end of the day, this all goes back to that one item, the root cause our receptors for insulin in our liver and our muscle cells become resistant to insulin. So instead of the blood sugar dropping and remaining where it needs to be, it slowly begins to creep up. The nucleus in our brain that's supposed to read our blood sugar level changes. It begins to adapt to higher levels and we get used to having levels of 120, 140, 160, 180, 200 and more. We'll run, we start running a blood sugar levels of way too high, 120 even at night when our blood sugar levels like our blood pressure should be dipping about three or four in the morning prior to that shot of cortisol that we get in the early morning. As we do all that, we begin to get problems with oxidation, inflammation of the artery walls. That then results in inflammation of the lining of the artery wall, cholesterol, no matter what level of cholesterol you have, whether it's as high as 200 LDL or 400 or more with people that have familial hypercholesterolemia or even as low as 70 and even below. If you have injury to the lining of that artery wall, you'll still get seepage of the LDL into that artery wall and it gets stuck. That's what plaque is. And our body attacks that. It, it recognizes that plaque and says, you know what, I'm going to go in and dissolve it. That's what I do with a foreign body and LDL, low density lipoprotein, cholesterol, may be part of the, our regular body, but it shouldn't be. It's not part of the regular artery wall. So I need to get that out of there. It'll send T cells, macrocytes, even leukocytes, different parts of our immune system, families of cells within our immune system into that artery wall to attack that plaque. It can form a liquid plaque. That liquid plaque can easily erode back into the bloodstream. If liquid plaque touches, or we call it hot plaque for this reason, if it touches the flowing blood, it can form a clot. And it's not the plaque that causes the heart attack or the stroke, it's the clot. If that clot's big enough and it breaks off and it goes to the heart, it's a heart attack. If it goes to the brain, it's a stroke. And if it's too tiny to notice, but it goes on minute by minute, hour after hour, day after day, week after week, month after month, decade after decade, you end up with dementia, heart failure, and some of the other things that we know are, again, the end product of this process. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit our website at prevmedhealth.com. To learn more, watch our videos on YouTube at Ford Brewer MD MPH. Thank you very much for your interest.